I am Patrick Boggs, and we call this audio presentation Mockery Rocks. Here's a piece of news from the news that I brought forth on the radio. So it is about Japan, but maybe somebody in the English-speaking world would care. Chiba Prefectural Police have arrested a 17-year-old boy in Yamagata Prefecture on suspicion of forcible obstruction of business after he threatened to shoot down a Vietnam Airways passenger plane that had departed from Narita International Airport. According to police, the incident occurred at around 10.55 in the morning on January 5th when the Japan branch office for Vietnam Airlines received a threatening phone call. Sankei Shinbun reported the boy called from his home in Yamagata Prefecture and claimed he was going to shoot down flight VN5311 so the pilot should turn the plane around. That's quoting what the young man said. The aircraft, which was on its way to Hanoi, already made an emergency landing at Fukuoka Airport to conduct a safety check. Safety check, in that case, means stop and look for bombs. There were none. So my position on this incident is that I was just surprised that they took the threat seriously. But it was a threat. You might ask the person threatening, and they do not give a name for the 17-year-old boy in Yamagata. You might ask... Do you have an anti-aircraft weapon? He, uh, he doesn't have an anti-aircraft weapon. So that's why I said they probably had to check for bombs. Uh, however, there were no bombs. I want to say right here that this is Mockery Rocks. I am Patrick Boggs. Let's get on to something more serious. The next presidential election. So we're working up to trying to get people to take us more seriously and to pay for the rocks of mockery through Patreon. So I, I have written a book. I'm writing another book, and even though they may not be big sellers, they were serious. I want to write another one, a third one, uh, but not too serious. I've been finding people who say you can make profit on Amazon by writing a, and I hadn't heard this expression before, a low-content book. 
like we could do a workbook for the Republican Party as they approach the next election. Because everybody says that the twice-impeached president might be the next candidate all over again. That's hard to imagine, but you have to take that kind of thing seriously, at least as seriously as a 17-year-old kid in Japan saying he wants to shoot down an airliner. The trials and tribulations of not only the former president, but of his family, his business. Writing for the Associated Press here, I quote some stuff from a guy by the name of Michael R. Sisak. Yeah, it is the Associated Press, and he says, Former President Donald Trump must answer questions under oath. In New York State's civil investigation into his business practices, a judge ruled Judge Arthur Engoron ordered Trump and his two eldest children Ivanka and Donald Jr. to comply with subpoenas issued in December by New York Attorney General Letita James. In the final analysis, a state attorney general commences investigating a business entity, uncovers copious evidence of possible financial fraud, and wants to question... Under oath, several of the entity's principles, including its namesake, she has the clear right to do so. Angoron wrote in his decision. The eight-page ruling is almost certain to be appealed. But if upheld, and that may be certain, too, that it would be upheld, it could force the former president into a tough decision about whether to answer questions or stay silent, citing the Fifth Amendment against self-incrimination, something he has criticized other people for doing. Trump's lawyers told Engoron that having Trump sit for a civil deposition right now while his company is also the subject of a parallel criminal investigation is an improper attempt to get around a state law barring prosecutors from calling someone to testify before a criminal grand jury without giving them immunity. A lawyer for the Attorney General's office by the name of Kevin Wallace told Engoron that it wasn't unusual to have civil and criminal investigations 
Proceeding at the same time, the judge rejected a request from lawyers for the Trumps to pause the civil probe until the criminal matter is over. Mr. Trump is a high-profile individual. Yes, that's unique, Wallace said. It's unique that so many people are paying attention to a rather dry hearing about subpoena enforcement. But the legal issues that we're dealing with here are pretty standard. In a previous legal spat arising from an investigation... Angoron ordered another Trump son, Eric, to testify. That was in 2020, after his lawyers abruptly canceled a scheduled deposition. Eric Trump, at that time, invoked the Fifth Amendment hundreds of times in his interview. Trump Organization Finance Chief, Alan Weiselberg did the same on another occasion. Alan Futerfas, a lawyer for Ivanka and Donald Jr., both of whom have been executives in their families' business, said that he had no reason to believe either are targets of the district attorney's criminal investigation. Trump did not, I mean Donald himself, immediately comment on the ruling. In a statement, he railed against what he called a sham investigation of a great company that has done a spectacular job for New York, the city, the state, and beyond. What does he mean by beyond? And then he calls the whole thing a witch hunt. You know how those witches call things witch hunts, you know, you know. And now back to the beginning. Here is our mission in writing a a low-content book. I am Pat. And Donnie Trump, before becoming president, was a game show host. Another Pat by the name of Pat Sajak is the host of a game show that did a lot better than whatever the name of the game show was hosted by the former president. So I'm proposing that we draft Pat Sajak to run for president, but I'm not being too serious. But I am being serious because if people vote for him in the primaries against the former president, Sajak could have an excellent chance to be vice president. Vice president Pat Sajak. Because that would make lovely comedy. Do you regard the Donald Trump administration somewhat a comedy?
Oh, well, it's just a thought. If I, if I publish the low-content book, you could, as you buy it, uh, pencil in people for the cabinet of uh, the next president, if in your imagination you imagine that could be Donald Trump again, and the president of the Senate would be Pat Sajak, since he would be the vice president, and then the secretary of state could be... Uh-oh, we're running into the idea that many people, even though many people might vote for the former president, many people have learned you don't really want to be associated with him. Being associated with him would be running the risk that almost no one would be taking you seriously, I'm afraid. We thank you for listening to my ideas. If you find them funny, that's okay. I am Patrick Boggs, recording in the studios of FM High in Shizuoka, Japan. Shizuoka is a great place to hide out. <laughs>